Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thought mm-hmm. but here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. All right, let's give it a test and uh, see how this I already tested. Well, we have to test both sides of the microphone. I I did test both, honey. But with my voice, because we speak differently. So maybe I need to sit back here, and maybe you need to sit up here. Or maybe because my voice is softer, I need to be closer. Your voice is wrecked. So you understand that mic checks are for, like, different people. Mic check, Unless one, you do a perfect two. Bob the Drag Queen impersonation. Unless you do a perfect Bob the Drag Queen impersonation. Okay. <laughs> my name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And, and this, this is Sibling, sibling Rivalry. rivalry. Now, Monet, because we are live streaming our podcast, Mm -hmm. we can take questions. We can take questions. Like live questions happening in real time fantasy. Yes. So we are back from the UK. Are you recording? Yes, I'm recording, bitch. Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) This is so much stress. (laughs) We've never done like a live. uh, We haven't. So we are in my, okay, so we we are back from the UK, Drag Race UK. Drag Race UK. Drag Race UK. You're you're right, mate. You're right. Um, we are back in the basement of my home. Yes. Um, which is, I mean, y'all, we have done our podcast everywhere from <laughs> YouTube studios to my basement, to my kitchen table, to my to apartment. Monet's living room, to each of our separate respective bedrooms at different times. Uh-huh. Um, and this is where we've arrived at today. Yeah, this is where we're at today. This is where we're at on this particular Yeah, this, very, this is a very fancy and a very expensive microphone. And it's a nice microphone. There are there are more expensive microphones in but the world. But it's pretty expensive. I we, mean, we use the the blue, the, the Yeti blue, the Yeti blue. Yeah. And um, to all you podcasters out there, <laughs> and we are calling this one. We're calling this podcast. Oh, this is the roast of sibling rivalry. River, no, Riverly. <laughs> the the roast of sibling Riverly. Okay, okay. Just let everyone know. So. We hired someone. What? Just turn the game down a little bit on your side. Turn it down? Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. So you're saying, just so you know. Oh, just so you know. So we hired someone to, to design our booth and everything, and we got there, and we did. Say their names. <laughs> Stop. Say Stop. Their that's messy. I'm not doing okay, that. Okay, start typing say their names. Stop. That, I'm not, that's messy. I'm not doing that. You're messy for doing that. That's rude. Anyway, we hired someone to do our booth. Oh, my God. You take my Invisalign out. Oh, my God. I'm sorry you guys have to hear this. Oh my God! When we were filming this, <laughs> oh yeah, I forget. So we hired someone to do our booth, and she designed it and stuff like that. And we got there to DragCon. We literally day one we did not see anything. Day two we didn't see anything. Day two we didn't see anything. And then I'm, I'm at the end of day two. I'm in my hotel looking through the fucking Uber Eats to try to find some food. And then Bob sends me a text, and he just it goes, "Girl," and I was like, "What?" 
And then he sends me the picture of the sibling Riverly. So, just so you guys know, there is a massive thread with 2.9 thousand likes on the Drag Race subreddit. It has 126 oh comments. And it says, when the all-stars money can't pay a proofreader. And it's me sitting there. Also, the why? Wait, it's me doing the peace symbol. Monet just standing there. Kennedy's in the shot with our sign that says sibling Riverly. I don't understand why is it when the all stars like why is the, why is it always why is it always aimed at me? They just assume it's your fault because you're messy. <laughs> I'm the messy one. You're the messy one. I'm not. I am not the messy one. Well, if all the comments are aimed at you, why do you think I'm the messy one? If all the comments are like, "Wow, Monet is the messy one," why do you think I'm the messy one? <laughs> I just don't understand why they like win the all stars, bitch. What the fuck is his name? Because money? apparently you're the messy one. <laughs> But you think it's me for some crazy reason. So I want to read some of the great comments that we... Okay, here's some of the great comments. Um, Honestly, Bob and Monet are not queens I would call (laughs) detail-oriented. They are charming, and at least Bob is funny. But clearly... Did they really say at least Bob? But at least Bob is funny. (laughs) But clearly in over their heads. Work. Also, there hasn't been an episode posted on their YouTube in months. (laughs) I hope they're giving their Patreon subs better value. (laughs) <laughs> um, I I mean the comments are just going on and on for uh, my mouth literally won't let me say the word robbery the doll said spell check not in this house <laughs> this would never happen to Serena Cha Cha <laughs> I mean the fans are going in Jesus cut your losses and just don't put up the sign also why is the sibling robbery upload schedule so random I, I would love to know too I mean I think my favorite comment was uh <laughs> Um, this is, it said, "Wow, that sign was ugly and misspelled." <laughs> no, and the other one about about. Oh, there's a, so the picture is me holding up two fingers, and then it says, "When someone asks Bob how many damn fools are in this booth, <laughs> two. it is me holding up it's fucking two. But then, like, and yeah, we just didn't, we didn't know it was gonna, we just didn't realize because it's also one of those words where. I don't know. It's hard to see the spell. Well, wrong. some of you guys don't know this, but we have we our our email address is like oh. siblingrivalry at gmail dot com. Yeah, but we also have siblingrevelry at gmail dot com. Siblingriverly because we put the email in wrong like five times before we actually got siblingrivalry at gmail dot com. Yeah, but yeah, we have like five completely incorrect iterations of sibling rivalry and uh, I think probably one of my biggest tickles is there was another thread like this big master thread what of at DragCon oh Jason. god so this is about Monet being the, uh, the on point one again did, uh, so <laughs> so someone posted said that well there's, the, well there's one big master thread which is like when you want to see the looks the drama the everything uh-huh, regarding DragCon come to this one Oh, got page. it, got it, got it, got So this it. is the one page that was, like, for everything, and our drama ended up in, like, that one thing. Mm-hmm. And then someone posted, like, all the queens they met. This is Jay's right here. I'm there it is. Someone posted all the queens they met and the interaction with them, and apparently I'm, like, some big, nasty bitch that doesn't, that doesn't smile, and I'm a fucking curmudgeon. So this is what it said. Um... I want to find. I'm like the. I'm literally one of the nicest queens. Bob Bob and Monet were in the same booth. Bob was really friendly. (laughs) Meanwhile, Monet was over it. She looked at me dead in the eyes. It was uncomfortable. L O L. Here comes another user. Oh my god, I had the exact same experience with civil robbery. Bob was really friendly, (laughs) talking about my drag and sassing me a bit, whereas Monet just looked so bored. 
everything felt like it was bothering her. Hey, true girl, Bob was amazing (laughs) (laughs) and seems genuinely nice. She was conversing a lot with fans and true with Monet. She wasn't the interested in, she wasn't interested in meeting fans. No shade. He, he, while I was waiting for my turn, I was watching them both um, with amazement because my first drag con, Rose Monet was over it with most of the fans. It was also awkward to see, but Bob is really <laughs> the queen for the people. <laughs> I literally can't. I but I'm the crunchy one. I, 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 wait, literally, I, people, I am literally one of the nicest queens. People always say this. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, well, apparently I'm not. I'll have you know that a Reddit <laughs> user who goes by the name, uh, VLSVO, uh, disagrees. The VLSVO can fucking suck my big toe. Anyway, but I think that people don't understand, A, with one thing with Dragon, Dragon is a very long, very stressful day. You're like, you're, like, you're out there, you're like doing your thing. And you, I think that just like any other human, I have maybe had moments where my energy sloped a little bit. And again, because we had, you, you should have had those bananas. <laughs> Monet makes fun of me because I asked the, prom- the promoter to bring me a bunch of bananas. But then I had the bananas for the next day to eat. So I would go to the back, grab a banana, come back with some with potassium-filled <laughs> energy. <laughs> so, so just like any other human, I would sit there and we, we, we'd do all the meet and greets and we'd meet people. And I probably had a time when my energy slopes, and I was like, hey, girl, how are you? And But I was never a mean and nasty. I didn't look anyone dead in the eyes and be like, she said you, so apparently you, so I did. So you call her a liar. Apparently I did. So but you know, those she are, Elizabeth Warren in you. Those little same people that you call, and they'd be like, tell me, tell me how it's mean to you. They're like, well, well, you weren't mean, but that's not what you said, though. You said that you said I was a mean, nasty person. So tell me what I did that was something. She said you looked her dead in the eye. You weren't interested in her. <laughs> I wasn't interested in her. <laughs> it's what work. she said. But yeah, the, girl, the fans have got us together on Ms. RuPaul's Dragon Con. Riverly. Um, but how was your experience at Dragon Con? Oh, first of all, I don't know if you all can hear this, but Monet and I are sick. Oh, sick the house down boots. Now, my last Dragon Con I did, I did not get sick because I didn't hug anyone. You, didn't, a, you didn't hug that one person last Dragon Con. I, there is a, when, you, when, when you are on the way to my booth, before you get there, someone says, you can't hug Bob. So they, you, didn't, you didn't hug not a single person at Dragon Con. Every person is told before they get to me, no hugging. But I I like the hug. I I feel you can like, hug people all day, but this is my personal space. I don't want to hug people. But it's just you just I, I feel like it's just it's, it's just a warmer. Well, now, a you're nice, not even looking at people in the face when you talk to them. <laughs> Apparently, talk about warmth. It's just a warmer, nice experience when you like. I, also, you don't have to like hug them and fucking hug their intercostals. You're just gonna be like, hey girl, wah, wah. This what's well, the I wrong think with when that? You wah, wah, with everyone who's wah, wah, with everyone at all drag con, you end up getting sick. Also, it's just my I don't like hugging strangers. Okay, like I don't think it's weird to. Not want to hug strangers. You're right. It's your prerogative. I'm just we're just we're just having a discussion. I'm not saying you have so to. So the thing is, so when I go to drag con because I don't want to get sick and I don't like hugging strangers. Mm-hmm. Before they get to me, I, they say no hugs. Got it. No, you can and, and they give out Purell before you get in. Really? You have yes. Purell's your booth? At, at drag con, that NYC, was smart. We should do that at drag con NYC. Any of you out there who came to my booth, you know they Purell you. Really? And they say you can't. And there's no hugging. Well, that's smart. That's a good idea. Because you get sick. You yeah. get sick. And, I, and, and so, because I'm in the booth with Monet, they hug Monet, and then they come to me, and I'm like, oh, this is ridiculous. So then I end up hugging people, and now I'm fucking sick, <laughs> fucking with you. I will say this: for the past two, dra- the past four drag cons I've done, I've hugged people every time. I have not gotten sick. This is the first time I've ever gotten sick. I want to see the receipts, Mary. Ask Patty. I've never gotten sick from Dracon before. Mm. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna check you with your doctor. <laughs> I want to see medical records for you. Um, I like Dracon in the UK. I think that we learned a lot. A doing it uh, doing it out of the country across is a lot the pond. across the pond. Getting merch over there, like it's like it is a whole to do. But I think that as Dragers gets bigger, there's gonna be more and more cons. Which is gonna be Dracon 
Sydney, Drycon, Shanghai, Jack, Drycon everywhere coming up. I think honestly, more than anything, the best part of this Drycon for me was for me personally. Uh, was that fucking show we did at Clap? Oh my god, that Clapham Grand Show was fucking. Oh wait, we, before we talk about our Grand Show, we have to talk about the last bit of drama we had. What drama? So we did the meet and greet at Clapham Grand. We did the meet and greet. After oh the show. right. But oh we, yeah, we thought to get dragged for that too. But then I did the meet and greet after the show. Um, this was after eight hours at Dragon. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do this. So we both woke up at six a.m. on the morning of Dragon Day One, which was Saturday. Six a.m. Getting ready. Got to the convention by eight forty-five. Which to be fair, we signed up for all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We signed up for it. We do. We six a.m. Got to the Dragon at eight forty-five. Did the queen? Did the ribbon cutting with Rue? Did all that? Started. Did our lines all day. We took one break at about three o'clock to eat some Nando's. But also, we're eating Nando's. But they're like the way Dragon. <laughs> Like, DragCon New York, there's no one above you. Yeah. There's no upstairs. Right. But at DragCon UK, there is an upstairs, and we were on the floor level. Right. So people are looking into our booth. So me and Monet are huddled in the corner. Huddled in the corner. Eating like, Nando's. <laughs> which Bob got full chicken wings. Bob has his fucking nails on trying to eat these chicken wings with these long-ass claws. I got I was oh, I wasn't trying. Trying. I was <laughs> nailing it. You had chicken all over your hand. Anyway, so we're, like, trying to huddle in the corner because we, we're trying to eat we're eating our food. People are like, hey Bob, hey Monet, we see you. And I'm like, like, give me a two seconds. That's so embarrassing to eat and drag. Anyway, so we did all that. We did our whole thing. Then we went back to the hotel at we, we did drag on the whole day. Got back to the hotel at six at like six fifteen. Then we left the hotel at, at six thirty. Six thirty to get to Clapham Grand. Quickly changed, rejuvenated, repowdered, redid our faces. Forty minute drive to Clapham. Forty Grand. minute drive to Clapham. We were Grand. in Olympia. We had to go to we had no Ken, 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 Kensington. Kensington. They going to Olympia. Oh, to to Clapham. To Clapham, right? And then and we did our faces. Then we did. And if y'all don't know, if you were there, you know our show is very high energy. We're talking like is Bob and I on stage the whole time. It's not one of those shows with like a host. Say their names. What the show? The show. Oh, like not one of those shitty shows. No, no, no. I'm saying it's not like one like like a work the world where there's like a host and like you just come and do your number for five minutes and you're gone. No, it's Bob and I on stage the whole time, jumping, twirling, and not to mention you woke up that morning with your little raggedy fucking knee. Oh, I was limping. Like you that, were yeah. limping the morning of. So like we were, and we were touring three days before that. So we were broken up. We were like we signed up for this. We're doing it. We did the whole show, an amazing fucking show, like one of the best shows we've ever yeah, done. Yeah, standing ovation, standing yeah. ovation for about two minutes. Honey, it was clap, clap. clap. They were clapping, the clapping, grand. I think the ovation was for me. But go ahead. I think it was. Go ahead. Oh my god. Anyway, I think it was about me. So we did the whole show. The show got done at like eleven, eleven thirty, and then we had to do the meet and greet after the show. So we go. Pump into the meet and greet. So in our defense, we said, because we haven't been in drag since 6 a.m. All right. We were like, hey, we're going to get out of drag for the meet and greet. We will still be there. Um, but we're happy to meet you all. But just these, our faces will not be photo ready. Yeah. After, like, that would have been 18 hours or so in drag. Right. So then you de-drag. I kept, I, I de-drag, but I kept my face on because I did purple eyeshadow. When you, you know when you do purple, your eyes are staying in purple. I was like, I'm going to look That's even because you have light, light, you light skinned. I'm not, I'm not light You're lighter than me. I'm lighter than you, but I'm not light skinned. Anyway, it's like stains your skin purple. So I was like, that's going to look even worse. I just kept my eyes on, whatever, and I did, we did the meet and greet. We did it for about an hour, and then we got to the end of the line, and we didn't see anyone. Like, there was no one else in the room. We're like, 
okay, cool, we're done. So we just beat it. So we beat it. We go back upstairs. Then um, Monet comes in the room. She's like, girl, are you seeing what's happening on Twitter? I'm like, what do you mean what's happening on Twitter? She's like, they're dragging us. And, and Bob like, was like, this is typical Bob. Monet, what do you mean they're dragging us? I was like, girl, everyone's coming at us. She's like, and he goes, Monet, what do you mean everyone? What's everyone? Define everyone. That's, I'm like, that's Monet. people are coming at us. Monet's like 1,000 people are okay, outside I did not with, say that. with pitchforks <laughs> yelling, kill the witch. So then um, we go and then Bob, and there's people online like, I can't believe Bob and Monet did not meet us for the meet and greet. We stood, we stood, we stood in a queue for almost an hour, and they did not come and do the meet and greet. Trixie would never. Yeah, Trixie would never. That was my favorite part. Trixie would never Trixie do never. this. Then one more thing. So then Bob responded. He, uh, that you, you love to go in. You're like, you're like, where are you? We're here. What are you talking about? I, I, I said what I because I still have the tweets, Mary. There's there, there, there's there's a log of this, so we can say I, mm-hmm. I was not being nasty. Uh, what I said was. Hey, there's probably a misunderstanding. Where are you? <laughs> is what I said. And then they were like, we're still here. Um, and then we went out and got the, then we sent Kennedy out to go get them. Um, it said, hey, maybe it was a misunderstanding. Wait, wait, read, read her tweet. Her tweet. Not her tweet. <laughs> um, she tweeted, oh, she deleted the tweet. Oh, she deleted. That's right. Because it was mean. Yeah, it was mean. It was really mean and nasty. Yeah. It, it was it was it was basically the whole Trixie would never do this. The level of professionalism, yeah, the, yeah, the level is far oh, too come much. Come on, customer service, right? So then, uh, some of the people did leave because uh, you know I guess they they thought that we left. So, so some people did leave, but then um, the ones who stayed, I think it was about seven or eight people, a little bit more than that. No, because there was one group of six. Yeah, one group of six, and, and then, then like, two like others. maybe about ten people. About ten people. Yeah. So we so we went back downstairs and we re we re meeted and greeted, and then they were really happy. They were a little drunk. They were like a little tipsy, a little, a little tipsy. tipsy. But I think the moral of that lesson is like, just maybe sometimes don't think that the queens have these vicious, nasty intentions. Maybe there are misunderstandings and miscommunications that happen. Okay, we get now we need to talk about vicious, nasty intentions. Who? No, we so I was talking on my um live last night about this. What? What do you think? Because people are people are like, DragCon was being shady, overselling tickets, knowing they didn't have enough. Oh, spots. hashtag refund. Bleep blop bloop blop blop. And I was like, I don't understand why they think that would be the case. Like why they think they were like, well, for money. But also they're offering refunds for anyone who wasn't able to get in. Oh, sure. So I'm like, so it wouldn't be, and also that would be bad for business because then no one would come back to DragCon again. Yeah. I'm like, so if, if anything was probably a misunderstanding, I'm assuming this is not an official statement. This is me literally assuming it was probably a misunderstanding between the venue and DragCon Drag about yeah. what their capacity is. Maybe they were considering capacity with when it wasn't full of booths. Maybe it was capacity just for people just walking around, walking around, yeah. you know, uh, with, without booths and stations and a stage and stuff in there. Um, and then three thousand people apparently were not able to be let in. But everyone they, they did it for the money. They're shady. They just they knew what they were doing. And I was like, I feel like more than likely, I, I think in my experience, when you assume that people just aren't coming from places of evil intentions, you tend to get a little further in life. Right. Yeah, and I also, but I, I, I just. Also, just feel, can you imagine being stuck out there in that fucking freezing cold? I'd be upset. To get I, I feel so bad for people who are stuck out there. I hate, I bet every, I don't think anyone felt good about those people being stuck outside. Well, I think in that situation when you're there and you have to be stuck outside and you're cold and you're upset that you can't meet your favorite queens and you can't, like, your, your, jerk, re, your jerk reaction is to be like, oh, they did this on purpose. I think, but when, when people calm down, they realize what it was. But I think that in the moment, people are just angered. They're like, we're cold. I'm not getting to see 
the really nice and sweet Bob, apparently. And I and I really want to see the nasty, dastardly Monet exchange. And I want to see Blue Hydrangea and Vivian. So I think that in the moment they were angry, but I think that now people are calm down. They're like, okay, this is probably a misunderstanding. Also, I just had this thought when we were upstairs in Bob's house coming down for this. I was like, we should have taken like a little like 20-minute break and we should have ran out there. Although we didn't find out until the night of. Would have been nice to like go out there and be like and just like take pictures and selfies of people out there. Maybe but that would have been I was thinking, a what would better. that be for the people who are inside waiting in our line? Like, for example, if you, because first of all, you know that it takes more than 20 minutes to get outside and get back in. Because you don't just walk, when you're like a famous drag queen at DragCon, mm-hmm. you don't just walk through DragCon. You know How I mean? would you know what that feels like? Anyway, um, so as you get outside and say hello to all these queens, all, I mean, all these people outside, yeah. what about the people who are inside waiting? It's a double-edged sword. It is, because you know the people I mean? inside are like, I can't believe Bob and Monet left their queue to go outside and fuck around. Well, not, it's not just that, but like also the people inside are waiting in line True. specifically to, to see, see you. you. Yeah. Like, specifically to see you. But I just really, I just think about how that would have made someone a little better seeing it. I don't know. What it's, it's a, there's no way to win it. Yeah, there's there's, no, there's yeah. no way to win it all. I mean, it would have been nice to go out there and say hey to them, but then the last 20 minutes of let's say it took 30 minutes to do that. Mm-hmm. The last 30 minutes of people in our queue would not have gotten would have not would have not seen us. Right. But everyone was like, well, at least they were inside. But then it's it's, it's it's just who knows what to do. I just hope that maybe. Next year, somewhere between the venue and... I mean, it's probably going to grow even more. Right. So it was pretty big. Do you think th- this space was bigger than the American Drag Cons? No, 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 no. Right. It was, like, smaller, right? The Javits Center is massive. The Javits Center is massive. You're right. And the LA Convention Center is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's definitely I mean, the Javits Center space. is where Hillary Clinton was going to throw but, her, her party. But also, remember, though, this was two levels. Yeah, but I'm telling you, the Javits Center is just, it's just way bigger. Yeah. Like, the Javits Center is huge. Yeah. Yeah. And... Same for LA Convention. Um, continuing on, continuing on with the Rosa sibling rivalry. Um, our podcast release schedule at Patreon. So. We had a meeting with a podcast company, and we think we're almost there. The, the problem is that we we haven't sealed the deal. We haven't like properly wrapped up an agreement with them. So once that is a thing, then we can. Bob and I fully intend on being a week a weekly podcast. But that one get we we, we don't have confirmation on that yet. Yeah, and that being said, that we don't have any excuses. We are not. We just we're not doing it. We we don't yeah. we don't we don't work with Mitch anymore. Yeah, we don't work with Mitch anymore. And we weren't even regular when we were with Mitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, for a, for a hot second, we were actually. We were, there was like a four month chunk of time that it was regular. Where we were just like fucking nailing it, right? And um, so yeah, so but once that with that big podcast company, once that once the contracts are signed and the deal, and we take a gulp and we sign the scroll, then we. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll be, and honestly, it's it's a really big pod. They they produce some of our favorite podcasts, and um, I think that that was that's gonna make things so fierce. Yeah, and with Patreon, our Patreon is a mess. It's, it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. We need we need to figure out a way to make it up to our Patreon. We do. I think we should send them some fans and t shirts. We can do that, right? Yeah, to our siblings sure. and stuff on there. One hundred. Yeah, we're gonna make it up to our Patreons, one hundred percent. And you know, and when we're in full swing, you know, it's gonna be really great for them too. I agree. <laughs> you know, um, we also did a podcast at DragCon, which was fun. Oh, and first of all, let's talk about the DragCon. The the biggest issue 
was there shitty furniture they had? At oh my god! So if y'all, I cannot wait for the video to surface because you know Drag Race does a whole video, the whole panel. So I know it's out there. Bob's big ass literally snapped a couch in two, and okay, you twice. Did not snap two, yes, they, you did. But a leg hammer. When they said two legs, couch in two, two legs. You didn't see when the couch split down the middle. Bob, it, first of all, it was a shitty couch. No, and the not, leg was, that was a very nice couch. It was, it was a shitty couch. I sat on it. I was you, fine. First of all, let me just throw this out there. Monet categorically weighs more than I do. That is not this true. Is, I will go grab my scale right now. I know. I don't need to weigh do myself. You, exactly. There you, and, and what do you there, mean? Do you want to grab my scale? I, you can grab your scale. And will you stand on it? I'm not standing on it. Well, then then, then that's how you know Monet <laughs> no. categorically weighs more than I, me. You weigh more than will me. you want to grab a scale? <laughs> okay, then how do you explain the fact that you broke a chair and I didn't? Okay, because... How do you explain the, that, Mom? Because how the do you chair, explain that, Mom? the legs were bit on the couch. That's not true. We can solve this right now. Mom, we can solve okay, it right now. Just to so we're sitting on doing the podcast. We can solve it now, though. We're at the podcast panel upstairs for a room packed full of people talking to them. All of a sudden, Big Birth of the Drag Queen sits down on this chair and it literally collapses. That you are not telling the story properly. So I'll tell the actual story of how the story actually happened. First of all, the legs on the couch were not, they were like bent in the back. No, so they were I, not. yes, they were. So when I went to go sit on the couch, I leaned back and then the legs curved underneath. Monet has told us earlier the couch snapped in two. I picked it up. The couch folded around me. I caved in. The dead the fucking Venus. Me up. That is, that, that, none of that is none of that is what actually happened on the couch. Again, I can grab my skull right now. Do you want me to grab it? I know what. Okay, then there you Because have I don't think the whole world should know my number, but I don't feel. We don't have to. We don't have to. We, we'll, we'll, we can both look down. Bob, I do, not, I do not believe you in one split second. Well, then there there you have it. That was me looking toward the people on the uh, the Instagram live. Okay, the, but the mic can't hear you when you do that. They can hear. Look, there's all those waves mean they can hear. Oh, my God. They're seeing how. Uh, oh, oh, should, we get, should we get some questions? We can take questions from um, our. But it's going to fuck it up. It's, it's fine. I want to ask the final questions. Now, if you are watching along with us on our Instagram Live on Monet Exchange's uh, page, then we are going to be taking a couple of questions from our uh, fans. Yeah, we're going to take some questions from the fans. Um, oh, favorite memory from the UK tour. Oh, oh, oh my God, it's Mother Tucker. Oh, Mother Tucker. Mother hey. Tucker is a fabulous queen from Newcastle in the UK. She's very, very, very... Oh, we got, so we got into trouble. Because, well, Monet got into trouble again. I got into trouble for what? Because Monet was talking shit about Newcastle. Oh. And then this lady came up to us and was like, <laughs> wait, you wait, were talking... Wait, is this your favorite memory? It was a funny one. It was a funny one. I will say that. So Monet, was, Mon, we in Manchester. Monet was talking shit about Newcastle. Be like Newcastle is shit. I hate this sound. Okay, that's not what happened. Okay, now you, now you. What now was you, what? What would what, you really say? Okay, we were on stage and someone asked us like, where was or whatever. We were on stage and we were, we were in Manchester and I was like, yeah, we're in Manchester. Boo. Um, last night we were in Newcastle, but it's a joke I do all the time. I was like, what? I was like, what a shithole. Every, every, that's, every, what I, that's what I just said. Everyone in Manchester was like, ah. Whoa, 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 whoa. So then a lady came into the meeting and was like. You were um making oh, yeah, fun of, of you were making fun of Newcastle, and 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 you know that hurt my feelings. To which Monet responded, "Well, I meant everything I said." <laughs> no, and I said, "I said what I said," and then she laughed. She did not. She did laugh. She did not categorically. There were no laughs. Oh my God, you are so, oh not a, not a, not even a. She laughed. And she then didn't even she, laugh uncomfortably. She laughed and then she kicked it away. That's not. Sure. Yes, she did. That, those Ma'am are... from Newcastle, let us know wh- what the real truth is. Oh, she is. unfollowed. She blocked you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she blocked you, honey. Okay. She, she, 
The Newcastle lady is no longer fucking. You want to get a question? Yeah, I'll find a question. Um, did you all talk about your sign? Yes, we've already discussed our the sibling. Oh yeah, you missed that. The sibling, um, uh, Riverly. It'll be on this episode of the podcast later on. So yeah, so check out the episode called "The Roast of Sibling Riverly." Riverly, the Riverly, which also, we also did that, and then Bob goes, "Oh, you, I can talk to this mic." Um, when we did the Riverly, Bob was Monet. I'm like, what? Then he pulls up his phone. He opens the Adele album. He goes, we are Sibling Rivalry. And he starts playing River League. River League? <laughs> what the hell? Where is the ring and who does it belong to? Oh! <laughs> My favorite topic, baby. So where's the ring who does it belong to? Monet, do you want to go? Okay, yes. So this is some inside tea. This is too far and you can't see us. They can see us. I can see oh. both of our faces. So this is some inside tea about the ring. So... Let me tell you how I got this ring. This The ring did not originally belong to me. It was when I got the ring when I went on set for the Madonna music video for the Madam X, uh, the God Control music video. And we did, you know, they had obviously professional stylists, all that stuff, and we had the ring and jewelry, whatever. The video that I was in for 1.000.2 seconds. And then um, at the end of the day, when they were de-dressing us, you know, you have to get back with the costumes and jewelry and stuff. I hit the ring. I was like, Madonna done flew my ass to fucking... LA, she told me I was gonna be this big featured thing, and I didn't, and I wasn't. I was in it for 0.2 seconds. I was like, I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm stealing this ring. I was like, this ring is now mine. So I took the ring and I, I stole it from the Madonna set, and I've been wearing it ever since. So then I, I cannot believe you're making up this entire story. So then I, I came and I wear it occasionally. So I came over here to Bob's for Thanksgiving, and I think I left it. I not think I, I left it here at Bob's house for Thanksgiving. Okay, so did you leave it or did I steal it? I left it here. Uh, let me. Can I finish my fucking story? Go ahead. I left it here at your place for Thanksgiving, and then, and then I don't know why I was drunk. I was it was Thanksgiving. I was eating pie. I was drinking Grey Goose. I was a little. I was a little drunk. So. I took the ring off at some point in the night, went home, forgot all about it. Then I see the picture, and then and then Bob, then I po- then I then I screenshot it and I posted, it and Bob was like, "That is not your ring." And then he started no, posting. No, what did you screenshot and say? I said, "Tell this person to give me my ring back." Okay, continue. And then I, then then Bob starts posting all these images on his Instagram story of him wearing it, his uncle wearing it. What my uncle wore? It? All these people. Bob and his boyfriend. Photoshopped the ring onto old pictures. A likely story, Bob. Man. You are such a liar. A likely story. Bob and his boyfriend photoshopped that ring onto other pictures. To make but it I can't seem... even use Facetune. Yeah, but your boyfriend is a is a fucking photographer. Thank you for that compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that so rude and nasty and shady? All right, I, mean, I don't believe that's what happened, but uh, mm-hmm. we go off this. Okay, what's what's the next question? Uh, someone, if we watch AJ and the Queen. Oh yeah, I watched the first episode. I haven't watched more than the first episode. And um, I thought the first episode, it was cute. I, w- I love that we saw Rue so deconstructed. You know what I mean? Like, he was fucking, he had, like, the tape. And, like, you were seeing, like, the wick, like the tips and tricks of RuPaul. I was like, and also him running up them heels and them high-ass stilettos. And I thought the first episode was cute. The acting is not award-winning. I don't think they're going to win any Emmys. Maybe they will. Who knows? But it's, it's, it's a fun show. Very campy. Apparently, pulling off that wig was not scripted. And RuPaul just went for it. And everyone was like, work. Really? Apparently. Work. Apparently. Um, I'm, I'm, I have two episodes left, um, and I think it's, I mean, it's fun. It's really campy, um, and there, are, there's some stuff in that's a little problematic, but for the most part, it's fine. Like what? Like there, like there's, there's a blind character. Oh yeah. And I'm like, are we making, are we laughing at this blind person, or 
are we laughing with this blind person? Is he blind in real life? No, he's not blind in real life. I got it. He's the he's the he's if you he's the guy who plays uh, Tiny Joe Early at the beginning of, Dr- of Dreamgirls. Oh, is that him? Maybe I'm taking the long no, road home. Baby, Tiny Tiny Joe Dixon. Well, him it's him. He's also the the voice of the plant on the Broadway. Feed me. That's him as well. <laughs> um. So there are moments where I'm like, this is this is. Making fun of a blind person. Making you think so? Person. There are moments where I'm like, I don't know. This, there are moments where I'm like, yeah. Well, it's also also the line to me is like, wh- how do we toe the line of inclusionary? Is the word I'm looking for? Include be, in, inclusivity. Being, yeah, um, in, inclusivity. The line of inclusivity and making, you know what I mean? I'm like, I, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, we have a we I mean, have maybe a it starts character. with casting a blind person. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all right, let's take one more question, then we're going to end this podcast. Yeah. Um, let's get a question from, uh, he's also Louis from uh, Louis from Prince and the Frog. Work. Someone just. Oh, is he? Yes, yes, yes. Um, are we doing an all-winter season? Me and Monet do not work at World of Wonder. <laughs> I do not know what they have planned over at World of Wonder. Um, more than likely, at this point, I can't actually see an all-winter season happen. Yeah, I don't think. I just don't think a lot, not too many. Especially not with all the winners. Maybe possibly a season that, season that is nothing but winners, but not a season that is literally all, all of the winners. winners. Yeah. Also, so that was the questions. Um, we can go back to this format. Would you go? Would you do an all-winter season? Absolutely. We've talked about some podcasts like you know, 13 times. And I've thought about it a lot of times. And the, the further I get from it, the more inclined I am to not do it anymore. Yeah, at some point, I'm like, if you do an all-winter season, you kind of get like... Like you're too big to do it. You know what I mean? Not too big is the word is the wrong word, but like you're too much of a. You like you're too big to like give your fans a drag kind of respect and look in the eyes. Um, but not big, but not big enough to break chairs like other people. Wow, Nini. Um. Also, oh, oh, I was. I met so many of the UK girls for the first time, and this is my first time ever seeing the Vivian in real life. She is fucking, fucking stunning, beautiful, stunning. Her makeup, the hair. Everything is just so, honestly, like, perfectly done. And can I say that in real life, Bag of Chips looks like a Bob's Burgers character? Oh, my God. You keep on saying that. That is very rude. She does She does not. Also, she you've seen Bag of Chips for years at GAY. Why you, why you, why you gagging now? But now we all know who she is and we're all talking about her together. Yeah, Bag of... I'm not uh, just going to pick on some random local queen. Who is... Who is oh, so, so we drove into London Friday, the day before DragCon, um, from Manchester, and we were like drove into the convention center to let Patty, my assistant, Kennedy, Bob's assistant, off to fix things up and get things together. And who is that queen I saw out of drag? And I was like, oh my god, she's so hot, Crystal. Chris, I don't remember being that hot on the show, but I, we saw her. I was like, oh my god, he is fucking hot, and I would definitely do things to his butthole. Yeah, Crystal's cute. Chris was definitely cute. I mean, I there's a lot of trade on Dragon UK. My my, I think the cutest one is Blue Hydrangea. I think Blue Hydrangea is such a cute boy. Money that is very out of brand for you. It is. I don't a, know a why. A little Twinkie Platinum Blonde. I know that's not my. Real, I don't know, but something about him is so cute. I, what I think it is is his teeth. I think his teeth are so cute. I know that's such a weird thing. All right, Blue, if you're trying to get a little bit of uh, brown, <laughs> come on, come over to the red, white, and blue hydrangea. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think that blue? blue you better be American, bitch. You better come bring your ass over to, to uh, watch tonight. No blue. Isn't blue like married or something? Um, I don't know blue's life. Really? I thought I thought he was like pretty vocal about it on the show. Maybe I don't know. You know, gay relationships are fickle. Oh, this. Oh, this is another thing that happened. So we did the ribbon cutting. So we do the ribbon cutting, and fucking Bob, as per usual, is nowhere to be found. The ribbon. The ribbon cutting starts. I see your fucking checkered dress running down the. Floor. Well, what happened was I was there before you were. I was there for the ribbon cutting, and then everyone, no one was there. So I was like, "What? I'm just leaving." So then I went to the booth, and then I heard Ruth's voice, and I was like, "Oh my god!" They just, 
No, I just look at the distance. I see Bob's little dress like floating out. I was like, oh my God, because I was there. It was, I was like there. You know that picture of me holding my purse on my Instagram? Uh-huh. That's from before the ribbon cutting. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, whatever. They're starting late. And then I went to the booth to like put my lipstick on or put my earrings on or something or my nails. And then I heard it. So then me and Kennedy are running back over to the fucking ribbon cutting. And then Ruth, so I just try to like sneak in <laughs> mid uh Conversation. So then we did that, and then so we're st- oh so we're at the ribbon cutting. How about Charlie Haas walking up to you? you know? But I'm about, that's exactly what I'm about to get to. So we're at the ribbon cutting, and then um so you know after they do the cutting, you know all the queens are t- chatting with Rue, chatting with Michelle, t- chatting with each other, and then um a queen walks over to me, and in my mind I don't know why I just thought I didn't realize who it was. She's like, hey girl, blah 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 blah, and I just stayed there. I'm like, oh my god, Jody Harsh, she looks so good. But it wasn't Jody Harsh, it was Charlie Hines. And first, they looked just like a dry cop. You also realize that Jody Harsh is like 35. Is and she? Charlie Hines is like 60. So is it a compliment to Jody or just to Charlie? Well, aging isn't necessarily a bad thing. Oh my God! Stop with the congenial. So can bullshit. we not be age, ages, Mona? <laughs> oh my God! Sorry, I don't want to pick on uh, old people and fat people and blind people with you. <laughs> oh, it's congenial to not want to make fun of old, blind, fat people. Pardon me for being congenial. Um, as per usual, Layla McQueen was bobbing around being a fucking terrorist. She came by with a couple times and said some not so nice things. Um, and I got to see, I mean, I got to see some great people. Asia was near us. Oh, my God, Asia. I haven't seen Derek Barry in so long. Oh, my God. Did you guys, did, did, did you fight? Comment, yeah, comment we did on fight. Her, on her memorable drag? We fought. And then we saw uh, Miss Cracker and Caitlin, my older roommate, Caitlin. Oh, my God. Your older, also, I have to say, there were so, we saw so many beautiful brown folk, lots of Africans at DragCon. You know, lots of African, African folk live in London. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm a lot big, of Nigerians, specifically. Yeah, Nigerian. Which I did my, my 23 and me. I'm 47% Nigerian. Um, I had about 23 in me this past weekend. Hey. And, um, yeah. And it, oh, we also saw Bimpe, who's a very big fan of ours. Love and, they, and Naomi. She loves, she loves, uh, she loves Naomi. She loves, um, some black people. She- <laughs> That's okay. Um, and- well, Bimpe wrote this amazing letter. I was like, I was in the show. So my hotel room was. So cold. It like, you guys are understanding, cold. like, there was an entire half of the building that was not working. If you were on the inside, your heat worked. But if you were on the outside, your root, your heat didn't work. I was on the outside. That's not okay. Both of them are on the outside. How many times? I had a No, full, if you're on the, if you're you, on the, there was, no, there was an inside, there's an outside. There's a side facing the street, and there's a side that was facing the alley. You, did you face the alley? I faced the street. I faced the street, too. Impossible, because we're, we we're opposite sides. I'm telling you, but the way the building was, they both faced the street, Bob. But do, do you understand geometry? Vince, we, do you understand the world? We were not, we could not both be facing the street. Well, I had a view of the street. But you realize that the street was a little further from your window than it was from mine? Did That's you know how that works. It's still the street. Anyway, you were facing the street that was opposite. I was actually facing the street. It's not a competition, Monet. Like, what do you... What, what do you what do you, what do you think you're gaining? I just don't think by you realize on the, the opposite. You were on the streets. Like what, what are you gaining? I'm just telling. What you. are you? What is what? Are, what are you rivering at this point? What is this riverly? I don't I don't get what you're trying to get from this. Anyway, my entire side of the um, hotel because Kennedy was there. I think Patty was on my no. Me and Kennedy were on my side. And a couple of folks we were all on the same side. And I was like, oh my god. It doesn't, like, our rooms are all so cold. And I upgraded to the suite. Man. Yeah, so that's what you get. So Bob had a regular room like no, me. No, I was on the same side, though. I was still on the other side. So I was still on the cold side. My suite was on the cold side still. I just upgraded to a suite because it 
you're there for three days. I'm like, I just don't. I was there for three days. I was fine in my room. Well, I need this in my life. And again, what are you? What is this competition? I don't understand what you're trying to compete for. When I go to a overseas or away from home for like more than a day, I upgrade to a suite so I don't have to live in my dress. But that that, it just seems so unnecessary to me to do that. It's not unnecessary. Money. You walk around in Gucci flip flops with a fucking Gucci bag and a massive Gucci poncho. Let's tell me more about unnecessary. Talk to me about the words unnecessary a little bit more, please. Well, and also, oh, we did that. So, oh, this will happen. Anyway, so I need to, oh. so so I'm sitting here in my freezing cold room, like freezing. I had to take a shower to stay warm. I was in the shower for like three hours, <laughs> laying down, using my phone. And then I scrolled across a message that Ben Pei wrote me that was like, oh, she's made me so proud to be black. Wait, I, I didn't like, get the message. Maybe you don't make her proud to be black. I'm just kidding. I'm sure you do. Uh, but Ben Pei and I also connected over Facebook so that we could start, you know, just chatting more. Yeah, she's such a sweet girl. I'm she's so very, I, I love it. The first gift she ever gave me was when she came to... Um, call me by one day at, at the Clapham Grand. Oh, I, I have mine. I have my. Well, mine is in my. I keep it in my Gucci bag. It was like a nice Gucci. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> it was a nice African print, like little per, little purse bag, and I have it. I put all of like my travel stuff in it. I still have my uh, purse that Benpei gave me here, and it came with this little scarf. And She's a fan, so sweet, and like a fan as well. And everyone on our live is uh, seeing the. Uh, Opulence. Opulence. Oh my God, she stoned the fan and everything too. She better do it. Yeah, Mary. Yeah, Mary. Um, and this is real. I, I do keep all my all my uh, fan art. If you guys give me stuff, I keep it. There's a whole wall in my apartment dedicated to uh, we the drawings. Wall? And I mean, my, my, my basement's a little bit messy. So if you're, you're looking at all them wigs. My wigs are not messy. Mm. Well, why you keep asking for them then? I don't want your fucking wigs, bitch. You literally just begged me for that orange wig. Literally, I do bang. want that. That is a cute wig. So you, do, is, so you do want the wig. That's the only one I would so take. So you do want the wig. That's the only one I would that's take. interesting. So you do want them. Nice. Um, anyways, so that is our episode. That is the roast of Silver Riverly Live. Yeah, so in, in summary, we- But I will say this, though. People were saying, like, I'm not making this up. People are like, this is the best track show we've seen. Oh, oh yeah, uh, we didn't talk about Clapham Grand. So we did a show at Clapham Grand, and honestly, it was one of the it, we 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 just we gave it all. It was an amazing show, and the audience really lived, and they they I think they really got a piece of us. And you, people were saying it was the best drag show they seen. Yeah, it, honestly, it was it was one of the best drag shows I've done. Same. To be perfectly honest, same. We were, and I'm just I'm thankful to the dancers, Omar, yeah. Tislarm, Lloyd, Reagan. Reagan. Super grateful to Patty and Kennedy for helping us out. Our amazing DJ Two Face, DJ Two Face, who uh, came out and did the fucking Frog Destroyers. So okay, just. So this is a last little anecdote. So normally our DJ is on the stage with us, but for some reason, because of the structure of the venue, whatever, he couldn't be on the, he couldn't be on the stage with us because it was gonna fuck up the sound. So they had him like up because in, the, in, uh, oh yeah, in Manchester. Manchester, the vibrations were shaking the stage so viciously mm-hmm. that it just started getting unplugged. Yeah, like the whole thing just came unplugged. Yeah. And, like, it, it stopped three times during the show. Yeah. It was so upsetting. So, for Clapham Grand, they put him up in a balcony, 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 just to make sure that that didn't happen. And then, um, and then, so, but we, we did tell him that if we do Frock Destroyers, that he could, like, do Frock Destroyers with us. So, we're doing Drag Swiss that at the end. And then the Frock Destroyers comes on. I'm like, oh, I guess Bob and I will just do it. And then, out of nowhere, I just see DJ Two-Face is on popped up on the stage. I'm like, oh my God, when did that happen? And then he did Frock the George with us and he went back upstairs and he continued to do the Last show. time I was like, oh my God, who's DJing? If you're if you're <laughs> I, here Yeah, who's DJing? It's like when you're on a boat and they're like eating at the buffet I'm like, this is the, the captain. Cap- I'm like, who's driving? <laughs> who's driving? <laughs> 
But Clapping Ground was a, it was an amazing show, and the audience. I we we filmed some of it, so we'll be able to release some of that. And the audience really gave us a really, really, really nice send off. They, I mean, they would not they would not stop clapping at the end. And a big thanks to Andrew, oh, Andrew uh, Club Kids, who is the like the head of Club Kids, and Jamie, Jamie and Mother Tucker, Mother Tucker. Really oh my god! I think to close this off, we should do our British accents, and and, and our podcasters can tell us who has the better British accent. All right, we can have them do it right here uh, on the uh, live. Do you want to go first? Or, do, would you like to go first or last? We can go back and forth because I have a I have a couple. Well, well I just do. I don't need to have. I need to overcompensate by having many. I just do one very well, you know. So, so my thing. So, so I like to do a very traditional London accent. Oh my god! Now I can't do this. Wow, it was so good. I'm wow, nervous, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. <clears throat> okay. So, mine is a bit more um, London. It's very, it's very natural. It's not, um, it's not anything like too contrived. It's just, how, it's just how people talk in London, and that's how I just talk like that. And um, I think we we have to, we should have something to say. If I'm doing my, if I'm doing my Liverpool, my Liverpoolian accent, it's more like this. <clears throat> Um, you're right, babes. Yeah, gal. Listen, a couple of us going down and have a couple of fags and get a little bit of a cigarette and make sure things are real cheeky. Yeah, I love your show. Lots of cake to eat there. It was really lovely. That's my uh, Liverpoolian. Mm-hmm. And then the Scottish is more like, um, <clears throat> I fucking love your show. It was great. Hilarious. You two were right. Hilarious. <laughs> I love you. This sibling rivalry show is really good. Um, that's, that's actually really good. And those are my... my that I do. Mm-hmm. So let us know who has a better British accent. So, I'm oh, trying to do a Cockney too. Cockney, which is like a South London, like well, like it's a little bit more like hello, got things like, hello, like you comment down, pop in a little bit, talk like this, say yeah, love. Like Bagger. I don't know if Bagna, if Bagger's where is Cockney. I don't, I don't know where she's from. Oh. Hell, I'm <laughs> I'm I actually really like Bagger. Oh, I make fun of Bagger. Oh, Bagna, like. so you? Oh, wow, Bob. Yeah, I made fun of Bagger, and I'm, I don't redact it. Anyway, that was that was the episode. Um, Sigma Rivalry is not going anywhere. We're only going to get better at some point, <laughs> eventually. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Good night. Bye.